Hi, I'm Leanne, and I want to welcome you to How to Pray. I'm glad you've chosen to listen today. This is our seventh and final episode in a seven-episode series. We've now come to the end of this very brief journey through prayer. And even though there's so much you can learn about prayer, I hope you now know enough to get started. Actually, I hope you have started. And I hope and pray that you'll continue to pray daily if possible, which isn't nearly as daunting as it sounds. Pray while you walk the dog. Pray while you drive with your eyes open. Pray in line at the grocery store. Pray in the morning when your eyes first open but your feet haven't quite found the floor. Pray last thing at night. Pray with your children at the table when you tuck them into bed. Pray with your significant other, your mother, your friends, by yourself. Pray silently, pray out loud. Write your prayers in a journal. Pray along with Minoka and Pastor Daniel during Sunday worship. Live on the wild side and offer to open or close in prayer at small group. Pray through singing. Pray through your tears. Pray through your sadness and joy. Pray your frustration, your anger, your unbelief. God wants it all. God longs to hear it. God longs to receive it. And then God wants to take it off your hands and bless you with it. And while we're talking about when and where to pray, I also encourage you to think about creating a time and space every day for prayer. To practice the discipline of carving out 15 minutes every day to devote yourself to prayer. Claim a quiet corner. Get there before the rest of the house wakes up or let them know this time is just for you and God and to give you some space and quiet. Combine this time with a brief Bible reading the daily lectionary is great for this, and meet with God. It's a remarkable opportunity, a hallmark of our faith, to think that God wants to spend time with us. God wants to hear from us. God wants to commune with us and is just waiting for us to make the choice to set aside the 10,000 other things we could be doing and meet with God instead. It may feel awkward or strange at first, which you can absolutely tell God about, but stick with it. Be intentional and sincere in your desire to be known by God and to get to know God better. And over time, this 15 minutes will become the most important time of your day, and you won't be able to imagine how you lived without it. There's one other thing I want to mention before I sign off, and it's about how we end our prayers. You've likely heard Pastor Daniel or Minoka say something along the lines of, we pray this in the name of Jesus, followed by, Amen. Let's start with the first part, praying in Jesus' name. There are a few things going on here. First, in the Gospels, Jesus told his followers more than once to pray to God in Jesus' name. In teaching this, Jesus was preparing them for the day when he would no longer be with them, He was letting them know his divine power would remain with them in his absence after he was crucified and resurrected, and that they could access this power by acknowledging their relationship with him and their belief in him as the incarnation of God. Jesus, as he walked on earth, and Jesus, as he lives in eternity, is co-equal with God, 
and co-equal in God's authority. And as his followers, we can apply this authority to our prayers through his name. Which brings me to the second point. People have sometimes taken this to mean if we end our prayers with, in the name of Jesus, we can ask for anything we want and our wish will be granted. Like there's magic in the words that makes our dreams come true. This is false theology, and it cheapens the experience of prayer. God wants us to pray boldly, with humility and faith, believing that God has the last word, believing that God is trustworthy and loving, believing that God's will is perfect. Which brings me to the third point. Jesus is perfectly aligned with God. Jesus is God. Therefore, when we pray in the name of Jesus, we're indicating that our ultimate goal is for God's will to be fulfilled. Sometimes it's hard to know exactly what this is, but if we can remember that God's desire for all people is to live in loving relationship with Christ and to become more like Him, our hearts and our prayers will reflect this. Finally, with respect to the word Amen, this is an ancient Hebrew word that means something like truth or verified. The Israelites used it in prayer as a way of affirming the truth of what God had promised to do on their behalf or to acknowledge what God had already done. Today it's used at the end of prayer as a statement of faith in God's truth. Think of it like, I may have gotten the prayer wrong, but I know who I'm praying to, and that's the most important thing. And with that, as the series comes to an end, my prayer is that you'll keep praying, concerned less with getting the prayer right than knowing to whom you're praying. Above all, prayer is an invitation to grow your intimacy with God who loves you, unconditionally, extravagantly, fearlessly, endlessly. Amen and Amen. For more information about Kindred Church, check out our website, kindrednc.church. Thank you so much for listening, and have a great day.